Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall. You know, uh, you're really channeling your inner Jeff Bezos today. I just want you to know that. I can yeah. really, can really see it. Is that what you're feeling? That's yeah. It's I don't know. It looks kind of astronauty on your shirt and the shaved head and it's just anyway. Uh, I was going for more of a James Bond villain look, <laughs> the hairless cat, Mr. Bigglesworth. Yeah, plan for world domination. <laughs> so the uh, and uh, I think the topic today is we're going to talk about uh, Michael Bungay Steiner's uh, book, uh, The Coaching Habit. Yes. So, and I noticed that we got the appropriate backgrounds. I have the cover of the book behind me and you have, I have a coach. I mean, it's a coach bus, but uh, it's very much on purpose because I think so many people, when they think about, I'm going to go coach that guy, uh, what they mean is I'm going to go fuss at him. He's in trouble. Or they mean I'm going to be a sports coach to this guy. And, and not that sports coaches can't coach in a professional sense the way we're going to talk about it today, but, you know, I think a lot of people sort of see it as like, I'm, I'm a cheerleader for my team, or um, I'm going to say some hard, tough things to my team and really challenge them. Maybe, but I would submit to you that a better metaphor is instead of a sports coach, think uh, a motor coach. It helps you get from here to there. That is the point of a coach. It, you can get from here to there much, um, many, many different ways, but a coach will help you get there faster. Um, so that's why I have that as my, as my backdrop. Man, that's really deep. I thought yeah. you just, I thought you just messed up, but now I'm dutifully <laughs> impressed. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So before we dive into coaching, uh, there's a, there's a few questions I ask folks. Okay. Um, just to kind of set the stage for for why we coach, sure. and and so one of the first questions I'll ask people is, how many times have you gotten advice that was crap? Oh, uh, like daily. Daily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so so in the coaching habit and and this other book, the advice trap, right? We 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 get. Uh, we get some insight into why this is mm -hmm. and his thought is that the that your advice that you're giving people is mediocre at best mm -hmm. and and the reason being is because because you have this tiny one or two little facts and then you have a whole boatload of assumptions right <laughs> and those boatloads of assumptions are based upon your experiences your life yeah. your situations yeah. And so based upon one fact and a boatload of assumptions, you give your best advice. Yeah. And lo and behold, it's bad. Yeah, you that's know? so true. Because I because I have so many times thought, I am confident that the advice I'm being given right now actually did work for this person. But that would never, it doesn't even apply to my situation. And so you just politely nod and then you move on and ignore everything that was just said to you. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and, and so we, we flip that around. So how many times have you been talking to somebody and they're telling you their, their, their trials and tribulations and you find yourself at some point, you're not even listening anymore because 
you're about to spring your nuggets of wisdom on oh, them. Oh man, if I got some good stuff for you. <laughs> if you'll just stop talking, <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what to do and how to do it. Right. You know, because I have one fact and a boatload of assumptions and I'm now going to give you my, my, my worthy nuggets. Yep. Guilty. Yeah. And we all do it. We all do it. And so, and then the, the last thought is what happens when, when you, you, you come to somebody and you, you need some coaching and instead of coaching, what you get is they tell you what to do, right? They, they tell you how they would handle it, that type of thing. So what is, as the person being coached, what's what's implied what's implicit in that in that relationship oh well you're you're the one with the the power the knowledge um i i just have to come you know sit it at your feet and and get the knowledge and in the car business we talk about this a lot the you know i'm gonna load his lips oh you know and 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 there's you know for for the uninitiated what that basically means is um i'm gonna tell you as your manager, the next thing to say to that customer, um, and and to be really fair, a lot of them um, know exactly what they're doing. They're students of human nature. They know how to move forward the sales process, and it it just might work. Um, but it just might work for a certain segment of the population that gets what where you came from and what you're trying to accomplish, and it may not work for all the staff. Oh, we lose exactly. a lot of people that way. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And, and then the managers complain. I told him exactly what to say and he didn't go say it. Right. <laughs> there's also that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That comes up frequently. So, so yeah, there's this, all this, all this telling, all this offering your, your, your best practices and all that. Uh, the reality is it, it doesn't change behavior and it, 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 it yeah. disempowers and it demotivates people. So when people come to you and 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 you know they 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 serve it up right, mm -hmm. I need you to I need you to tell me what to do here. Oh, yeah. oh yes, you know they're they're just serving this this platter of of opportunity for you to give advice and tell them what to do, and it's really you're not that good at it, <laughs> and, and it demotivates disempowers the person you're about to give the you know your your wisdom to. Uh, and it creates one more thing. You become the bottleneck. Yeah, they you have to come the, to you to progress. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can do anything unless they run it by me first and I tell them, you know, what, what I would do in that situation. Yep. Now, the, the, the growth of your organization is capped by your capacity to be the answer guy. Yeah. And so that's just, that's just no way to, to go through life or no way to grow a department and no way yeah. to, to empower people. Yeah, and and I think that um, managers don't realize that they've done that to themselves, and then when they do come to the realization, it's after extreme frustration. You know, they're just they they are spread so thin, having to take care of all these different mouths to feed, that uh, they're you know a, a lot of them are exhausted by the time that's that's done. And the beauty of what we're going to present here today is, you know, what if you didn't do the heavy lifting? What if you mm -hmm. develop some habits so that your people could think and develop and, and, and grow? So oh. I'm excited about this series. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, this is, 
Yeah, and you run into those guys, right? I, I, I can't even go to lunch. I can't go to the bathroom. Right. Uh, you know, the emails are piling up, the texts, the people wanting to, you know, all my, you know. Yeah, how much of that did you create? Mm-hmm. And, and we do it uh, because sometimes we think that that's where our value lies, right? They gave me this job so I could be the answer guy. Right. No, they, they gave you that job so you could develop other people. Right. Uh, who could who could do these things so you could focus on bigger bigger picture items more strategic okay. tasks yeah and so we we got uh, we definitely have uh, you know some really good stuff here and, and when you think of coaching right sometimes we talk about this in a very formal setting you know we're going to bring somebody in we're going to send them down it's scheduled and so this works the, the the seven coaching questions we're about to give you work for that it also works for just those casual, you know, hallway, standing by the toolbox, standing out, uh, you know, in the workplace, you know, just having a conversation with somebody. That, that's right. That's right. And so, yeah, these are, these are, yeah, just fantastic conversation starters. And like most things, it's probably a good business practice. It's probably a good life practice. So yeah. uh, you may find these useful in more than just one setting. Which is good news because if you're trying to develop a coaching habit, as the book says, uh, you're going to need to develop some muscle memory. And using these in lots of different conversations will help you do that. You know, it's it's work, it's home, it's everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and these are these are fantastic. All right. So what's number one? All right, number one. He calls it the kickstart question, and uh, it's what's on your mind. Okay. So what's the rest of it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> where's the, where's the magic? Where's, where's, where's the, the magic? Exactly. Yeah, not, all right. So, so repeat that again. Maybe I missed it. What's on your mind? What's on your mind? Yeah. And, wow. and, and the, uh, the beauty here is that, uh, that is a conversational question, isn't it? It's almost like we're just having a conversation. Yes. It's like two carbon-based life forms talking. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I like that. So, so, and we talk about this, we talk about this in sales conversations, right? You want to start with a big wide funnel. Mm-hmm. We don't want to rule anything out. Right. And, and this question does an amazing job of just throwing it open, right? What's on your mind? Right. And, and people will, will start to give you various things. Yeah. And, and depending on the person, some of them will, will, will give you the stuff in order of priority, you know, right. this, here's what's causing me the most discomfort of this plan. Here's what I'm most excited about. All right. But very often people just start, it's kind of a free flow of consciousness where you're just getting, you know, here's some right. different things I'm thinking of. And so, yeah, it's an interesting question because it starts very broad. It's when you think about it, if we stopped here, it, it would be, it would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because because we talked about earlier, right? We're waiting to impart our wisdom and nuggets of knowledge. And so if the first thing that's offered up is the thing that we jump on, uh, we got a real good chance of giving really bad advice yeah. to something that's not really the main problem. Right, right. How effective is that? Yeah. And, yeah. and, it, and it feels like it's working. Like, they told me is the something that they're struggling with. I gave them wonderful advice. Great, great talk, son. And we check the box, dust my I, hands off, move on to the next thing. 
Yes, I have coached. I've coached him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. First of all, your advice was bad, and second of all, it wasn't a real problem. Yeah. It, but and, but and other than that, you killed it. <laughs> it's, right. And what, what we're really trying to do is give that person permission to just like get to work on the thing they want to get to work on. And, and it won't, like you said, it, it probably won't be that first thing that comes out of their mouth, but, uh, but we're giving them permission to go where their brain already is the thing that's, that's causing them tension or frustration, or it's their growth opportunity. We're giving them the permission to, to go there instead of it be, you know, this thing, this number that I want to talk about or report that I want to talk about. It's where, where are you already at where, where you've already got some investment. And I, I think in the book, he mentions um, people, uh, it's, it's uh, projects, persons, or patterns of behavior, right? In the book, The Coaching Habit. Um, so basically, um, it's probably one of those three things that is the coaching opportunity. You know, it's, it's about a person, it's about some specific project, or it's about some behavior pattern that they themselves have that they want to work on. Um, those are hey, any of those will help this organization, right? Any of those will help this department if we help you get through that. But I got to give you permission to go there instead of, you know, sort of forcing you down a path that you're not necessarily interested in taking. Aren't gonna, oh, yeah. Gonna well, the, the other thing you get here is is the knee-jerk re response. Uh, you yeah. know, we talk about this, you, you know, if, you, you know if, if I'm in the store and even if I've been in the store for three days and I can't find what I'm looking for, if the associate comes up to me and says, can I help you? I go, nope, just looking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this knee jerk response. I can't even stop it. And so, so sometimes that's what you get, right? You'll get either the knee jerk response, nah, everything, you know, everything's fine, or, or here's an issue. Or if they're really quick, right, they'll throw out the thing that they know you're passionate about. Right. Ah, I'm <laughs> struggling to set those appointments, boss. <laughs> right. I love talking about appointments. Let me, you know, now, now, now they've reeled you in, you know, yeah, right. and we're not going to talk about what's really going on. And I've, I've got you fished into talking about your favorite topic. And once you're done, it may take a week to 10 days, but once you've finished, then I can go back to doing what I was doing and maybe still struggling with the, the real issue that was, yeah. that was before me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's why the, uh, the second question is so important for the first question, the kickstart question, and the rest of the questions that we're going to go over. I don't, I don't know if you're ready to move on, but it's, it's, it's killing me. It, this is the best question. I'll just go ahead and tell you. This is the best one. Uh, they call it the awe question, the A-W-E question. Hold on. Let me prepare myself for it. <clears throat> and what else? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, so the question is three words and what else? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's amazing. And when you think about it, what we're, what we're looking at here is that, you know, you know, they'll tell you that's a drill down question. And, right. and so, so you've given me, you've, you've run through a few of the, the first things that, you know, those knee jerk responses that came to you and, and this is where a strategic use of silence comes in. Uh, you know, you yeah. want to pause and, 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 you know, and then you want to say, and what else? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you start to get the real stuff. 
Yeah, you're you're letting them process below that surface first knee-jerk response answer and go deeper. And and what's so crazy about this question is um, you're not done going deeper. You know, uh, you know, what's on your mind? Ah, just these these uh appointments I'm supposed to set. I'm just boy, really struggling with it. Oh, cool. What else? Well, uh, man, I've got two deliveries scheduled tomorrow. It's going to be a little crazy. Cool, cool. What else? Did you know Sally's sleeping with the manager? Like, you never know where that's going to go. You know? It's, oh, yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, is that you're not going to know that. And of course, I, I picked a silly example that gives you something that you need to know as a manager. But what you're, what you're really um, hoping to do is allow that person to get a little clarity about the thing that is really their important issue deeper you go you can, in other words and what else can be the follow-up question to every question on this list including the question and what else that's how good this question is yeah it reminds me of the the six sigma the five whys yeah yeah you just keep asking why until you get to the root problem this is a, a very similar thing but more conversational in nature and so and what else yeah and what beyond that? And, and, and you can change the verbiage. You can say, yeah. all right, what beyond that? Is, is there something deeper going on? Uh, you, you know, just, just continue to drill down to see if you can uncover what is the, what's the biggest thing that we really need to talk about in this coaching conversation. And by the way, at some point, you're going to get the answer, oh, nothing else. That's pretty much all the things on my mind. And guess what? You just learned that we've theoretically laid it all out on the table. And oh, by the way, it may have just given you some time to do some processing on what should be your next question that you want to ask about this thing that you're talking about. You know, nice way to buy yourself a little bit of time in the conversation. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And it, and it leads perfectly into question number three. That's right. So, so this one's a little more wordy. So I'll, I'll, if you need more time to prepare before <laughs> you whip it out on us, go ahead. So he calls it the focus question. So like, like you said, you know, we start with this big funnel and we're drilling down. Well, we're here, we're drilling down to the focus of this conversation. So the focus question is, what's the real challenge here for you? This is a wild question to throw on somebody. It, it is, it's amazing how some people will not be able to answer this question and really have to think about it, which shows you how much help you're giving them that they don't even really know what's the actual thing that's blocking them up on this particular issue that they brought to you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I find myself circling back to, to the, what we talked about earlier, right? So you, you named off three or four things of those things, which is the real challenge for you. Yeah. And, and sometimes, yeah, yeah. Giving them their list back sometimes will help them go. Yeah. Of all the stuff I talked about, the, the one that's really impacting my performance is X. And then all of a sudden, right we we've, we've, we've landed on it yeah and so and, and, go ahead uh, well, I, was, I was just going to say another way that this will work is um you know that we, we've talked about that sort of danger of giving advice and um you know that we're going back to this appointment setting person that we've created for <laughs> for our discussion you know i i have a million things to tell my employee about great ways to set appointments and and, and how to do that. And I, and then I say, you know, I, I, I in, in my head, I'm saying, I just know that if he would just sit down the first 30 minutes of the day 
and plan out his schedule on when he's going to make these follow-up. Well, that is true for me, but what's the real challenge here for him? I'm about to give him some activities. I'm about to give him, you know, sort of a, a, a problem solving method. And that's not actually the thing that's getting in his way. He, he gets to work actually an hour earlier than I do. And, and it has nothing to do with that. He's scared to make these phone calls. Mm-hmm. It's fear. Fear is the actual problem for him here. He needs some, some courage somehow. So this will keep you from going down a, a, another bad road, uh, just like the first question will. It's just going to make you focus on the thing that's actually the issue for him. Well, what's, what's fascinating, you're, you're exactly right. What's fascinating is, is that we're pretty deep into a conversation. And as the manager, we really, or the, the person doing the coaching, we really haven't done any heavy lifting. Right, <laughs> right. We've asked some very... Easy, simple questions. Yeah, yeah this is... And only three of them, actually. Yeah, three simple questions. Even if you've asked them, like, maybe, you know, multiple times in the same conversation, it's still just the three. Yeah, and we haven't had to, we haven't had to offer anything up. The right. one thing that we do have to do uh, that's critical here is we have to actually listen. Yeah. Man, yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's heavy lifting in today's age where, where there's so many distractions. Your, your, your phone is literally in your hand buzzing and beeping and you're being paged and you know there's emails piling up and there's other people wanting to talk to you. But in order for this to work, you've gotta, you, you, you've gotta listen to that initial list. You've gotta ask what else, you've gotta listen to that so that, so that if necessary, you can, you can paraphrase it back for when you ask what's the, what's the real challenge here for you. Yeah. And, and so this requires, it doesn't require a lot of problem solving. You're not, you're not walking in and, and trying to strategically address a problem, but, but you are listening. And so that's, that, that's one of the big takeaways here. I, I think that's a huge takeaway. And um, we're, we're going to sort of stop this episode uh, at these three questions. We have four more to go and a number of other pieces of advice about how to do that listening as we get into the third episode. Uh, But I I would really encourage people uh, to try out these questions. Uh, That's something you can do. uh, That's an immediate practical takeaway. You'll you'll be surprised how hard it is to just ask the question and shut up. And then I would also challenge people to try to listen and, and literally pay attention to if you're listening or not. And, and you'll find your mind wandering off to the side and, oh, I've got to get groceries tonight and whatever else it is. Um, but see, see if you can make it, you know, 10 seconds focusing on one individual uh, for, for 10 seconds straight and really be present and listening to, to what they're saying. It's tough. It's really hard to do. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I'm reminded of, and I'm sure I'm messing up the quote, but, but yeah, the, the goal you know, the, the question to ask yourself, are you listening to understand or right. are you listening to respond? Right. And so listening to understand is what we're looking for at this point. And so trying to understand as much as possible. Remember, you had, you had just a tiny little bit of fact and a whole lot of assumptions. Our goal is to, to gain in, in, in facts and discovery and, and reduce those assumptions. Yeah. This is about a, it's a curiosity process. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and Michael talks about that in his book, right? Stay curious longer. 
Mm. And so that's that's kind of the, the key point here. Can I stay curious longer? And in, so in doing so, can I get to the real good stuff? Yeah. You will be a blessing to the people around you if you do this. I will just go ahead and make a blanket Mark Ramsey promise. Um, that this is this is really important stuff. And it really piggybacks with uh, some of the material we co covered about ambush coaching. You know, this is, these are habits that are the opposite of the ambush. And so we hope this really helps people uh, be a, a really, you know, just be a true asset for the folks around them. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So yeah, give it a chance, give it a try and just try one, just, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, and these will work even out of order. Uh, they tend yep. to work. So, so get, you know, pick the one you like, give it a try. And then uh, we'll talk about the other four when we get back together. Beautiful. I, I will add, uh, I've never met this man, but I had a manager that I taught this method and he told the and what else question to a guy who knew who uh, had a small business. And uh, he said that uh, that man will no longer interview a possible hire without asking this question at least once. And he said, Is it, it has never failed to just turn up amazing amounts of dirt. You know, <laughs> well, there was a drug conviction or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, th this, these questions are powerful in, in many, many ways, um, but you gotta, you gotta practice them. So. Right. All right. We hope you, you know, we, we hate to tell you what to do, but we would <laughs> definitely encourage you to go out and, and practice and then, uh, yeah, let us know in the, in the comments below, uh, how it goes. Yep. Perfect. And with that, we'll throw it over to our announcer, take us off with some inspiring words. Sure. Yeah right and that's it join us next time when you'll hear mike say well i'm sure he'll say something pithy don't miss it next time it doesn't take a genius